Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's now. It's here. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about this life right now. Yeah. Um, welcome, everybody. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Man, we're just we're here. It's now. It's Monday. Just here to give you guys the best that we got. You know what I'm saying, Funky Phil? You're yeah. a legend. Uh, I'm Corey Kingston. That yeah that you heard all the way in Phil's cast. We're back on Zoom today, guys. Back on Zoom today. I know, I know, I know. But um, yeah, so I'm Corey Kingston. And over there is Funky Phil. Me. Oh, yeah. Filthy. Fantastic. Philadelphia. Fundamentally sound. Yeah. Funky. Phil Pardell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, hope you guys are doing good. Took a week off. We came through with a, uh, acceptance podcast though with the Gooch. Yes. You guys love the Gooch. I know. Um, so working towards, um, putting out a, uh, course on, you know, being a professional drummer and all that stuff. So did an interview with him, which will be part of the course that I'm doing. Um, so thanks to the Gooch for doing that. Um, but we're back. We're back. I got soapboxes, Phil. I got them. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fired up over here. <laughs> um, before we get started though, uh, just a couple things. So, um, uh, I'm Corey Kingston. That's funky Phil. Of course. Um, we're part of the drum brigade, the brotherhood of drums. Um, everything that we do at drum brigade is based on acceptance and belonging in our drum community. And we believe in camaraderie over competition. So, um, everything we do is based on that. Um, we, we, you know, we sell products, drum brigade t-shirts, and we do drum lessons and we have this podcast and all kinds of different things. Um, I'm working on, um, doing some online courses. Um, and I'm excited about that. I'm fired up about it. And so, um, yeah, I've been talking about doing group classes for a long time and I think this is a good platform to do it. So I'm going to be just keep a lookout for that. Um, and yeah, so, you know, if you guys believe in camaraderie over competition, like us, you know, like for example, me and funky Phil believe that you should never feel inferior doing what you love. And for us, that is drumming. So if you guys are on board with that, please visit drumbrigade.com and, um, you can find everything you need there to support a super dope mute, uh, movement and, um, show that you're a part of the brigade. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, so the past couple months, I've been talking about um, Jeremy and John and, um, you know, we're uh, sad to hear that um, Jeremy lost his fight with cancer uh, last week or two weeks ago. Um, big bummer for our community, man. That guy was a solid dude and, and really built some of the best drums out there for some of the top drummers in our industry made an impact on our community. And, um, you know, so it's uh, sad this, this, this disease is really horrible. And, um, my father-in-law right now is, is suffering with stage four cancer. He's 
counting his days, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so man, our hearts go out to, um, Jeremy's family and his, his wife and his daughter and, and, um, his company Q drums. It's, you know, I, uh, it's just hard to, um, deal with, you know, and I hope that they raised a lot of money for his family. Um, but on the other hand, John is still continuing his fight and, um, John was really bummed too, but, um, yeah, John is continuing his fight from revolution drums. And so if you guys want to, um, contribute to John's fight, um, yeah, he has a, a GoFundMe, and I'm um, still a lot of cancer treatments and he's doing good, but you know, when you have stage four cancer, it's, it, it, you never beat cancer at that point, you know? So, um, so yeah, man, keep up the fight, John, stay on your program. And if you guys can help, it really goes a long way. Even a little helps a lot. So, um, check that out. Um, and, uh, lastly, I always like to mention F note drums. They support drum brigade and I use, um, F note drums for all my lessons, um, whether that's in person or, um, online <clears throat> or any like live streaming or anything I do media wise, I use F note drums. Um, and so I appreciate those guys supporting drum brigade the way that they have. And, um, yeah, they're amazing products. So you guys should check them out. Um, the best electronic drums you can get in my opinion. Uh, all right, Phil, let's, let's stop talking about it and let's just get into it. Yeah. Oh man, dude, I am so tired, Phil. Can you hear it in my voice? Mm-hmm. Had a crazy weekend. Um, but I was up until about one o'clock in the morning working, like working. Like, Wait. you know, I used to do flooring. Yeah. I was doing flooring yesterday oh. and doing um, painting yesterday. And I hate painting for oh, my no. my <clears throat> mother-in-law and father-in-law is my I mentioned my father-in-law is suffering from cancer right now um cancer is definitely winning it's like definitely winning he is yeah he's counting his days so Damn. um they need some help refurbishing or restoring not restoring remodeling a room and so I was there doing doing the flooring and finishing up painting and moving furniture and dude, I do not miss flooring yeah, at all. Yeah. So it was, this is hard surface flooring. So I was on my hands and knees hammering like whatever laminate in until probably almost midnight, 1130. Oh, and, uh, oh man. I didn't finish. I there's still like the doorway and the closet has a few planks that need to go in. So I think there's another guy coming to finish it, but I, I took a big chunk out of it. Like the, like 95% of the room is done. Woo. That's a lot. Yeah, it was a full day. And then the day before I went to Supercross, which is, which is a soapbox, but we'll get into that after we talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah. How are you doing, Funky Phil? I'm pretty good, man. You know, just uh, chugging along. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did some gigs. Uh, what did I do? I played, uh, I did a casino. I did the belly up. 
which was weird. Nice. Really? Yeah, usually belly up is awesome, but this time we didn't. You did a casino? Uh-huh. What? I st- I've been doing, I-, I mean, Whitney plays at one casino, basically. Okay, but this was like, on your terms, it wasn't like Uptown Funk Casino style. No, no, no. This, we play like a bunch of originals and deep cuts. Oh, okay. It's, it's right. like, yeah, it's at Saquon. They, they let you play cool stuff and um, real drums. Oh. It's, it's not a silent stage. It's like all, it's like a, a live stage and real drums. And I bring my Dude. own and we can play whatever we want. Wow. So. Dang. We do that That's one. cool. I did the belly up and the sound was weird. I don't know. It was, it was like one of those situations where the headliner took, um, their, their sound check ended up going a little long. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get much of a check. And, and the headliner also was, had their own sound guy and in-ears. Uh. So they completely changed stuff. Like I didn't have a sub. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. I ended up, they ended up throwing <clears throat> up this little tiny, like, I don't know, it must have been like an eight inch powered speaker oh my for God. my monitor. So my monitoring this situation is, wasn't ideal, but it was still fun. This is why this is why you need uh Porter and Davies funky Phil. I was thinking that, yeah. I was thinking that on the stage. I was like, God, what if I had one of those rump If you would have known if you would have known that was the situation, I would have just been like, mine's just sitting right here, dude, in the closet. Well, usually they have a sub up there, but uh, it was just something with the way they had it, and I, I don't know. I swore there was a some kind of latency in their monitoring or something, or or maybe I was just hearing the room louder than my monitor. But yeah, it was like everything sounded delayed to me where I was, which is it took a little while to figure out that's what was happening, and it wasn't like people were just trying to play laid back. You know, it's, it's nonsense though if they're not <laughs> going to set up a sub for you. That's nonsense. <laughs> Like yeah. that's just somebody being lazy because like they have it and like the headliner where you got, did you have to set up in front of the headliners drums? No, we used the house kit, but yeah, the, then that's nonsense. Well, it was like they had a sub up there for the headliners. That's stupid. So they didn't have their sub up there or, or they didn't have access to it somehow. I don't know, These headliners need the, to stop being, they need to stop being divas. Yeah, and like I mean, they had their own sound tech, sound guy doing their own sounds. So I don't know. Anyway, we, it, you, we only played 45 minutes. It was really fun. And um, yeah. I don't know. It, it wasn't the best sound I've had there, but we still had fun. And I did, wow. uh, I did a jazz gig this weekend. Wow. Just your gig in full, man. Yeah, I got to play with um, Ed Kornhauser. Oh, and, dope. Yeah, it was, it was with Whitney, with Ed and, and Jody on bass. And, um, it was awesome, man. Just played an hour of jazz and it was super fun. And I wish I would have seen it. that. I've still haven't seen you play. Like I would love to go to a jazz jam with you, but we never do. We should. Yeah. I'm always scared to do jazz jams, but I'll do it. Me too. I don't care anymore. <laughs> um, and I did a church gig. Wow. I played at a, a um, I subbed at this, uh, gospel chops. No, <laughs> no, it's like contemporary Christian uh, yeah. rock stuff, like um, backing tracks. We only played three songs. Oh uh, yeah, but I did it for two two services back in mm-hmm. a row. But yeah, it was fine. You know, they have yeah. a backline kit in there now, so I didn't have to bring my drums. Nice, but that's I can't cool. If there's any, oh, I put a closed head on my kick. 
Why? I've been playing um playing my kick closed the last like two weeks. With no pillow in there? No, there's a little pillow. So it sounds like um It's a toddler. John pillow. Bonham? Sounds like John Bonham. No. Well, you cause you play a twenty, yeah. No. Well, no, it's it's not even gongy. It sounds like a really good round bass drum. Punchy, punchy thing. It's still punchy and, and like but it's just yeah, I don't know. The way I've got it set up, it's got just a really nice round tone. Like when it's I have always it too low, quiet for me. When I have it tuned low, it sounds more like like a Charlie Watts kind of, you know? Okay. Like it's got more of that like goo goo goo. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing, but it's still at punch. And then huh. and then I crank I cranked it up for for the jazz gig, and it sounded great. Just I bet, right. I bet it sounded really good for that. Yeah, I got a new beater too, Corey. Another one? Did you couple. have that Vic Firth one? Well, yeah, I've got several of them now. <laughs> I've got the uh, my favorite one, that weird one with the like the wood part on the shaft. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a new one of those because my old one was worn out. Uh, but I also got um, here. Let me grab it. Those things are cool, man. They're like they feel and sound really nice, and you wouldn't think that they're it makes that big of a difference. But I got oh. a wood one. Oh, I've never very nice. Rocked a wood beater. Before. So Phil's showing me a round Vic Firth wood beater. Yeah, it's, it's standard, a, but it's like round. It's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like an oval, or like a, if you had a yeah. ball and you squished it. Yeah, kind of. So, so you there's have a flat it. spot where it beats the where it hits the head. Well, you could choose. You could choose that flat side or the the more rounded edge. You love your unique beaters, dude. It's it's I, I'm. It's kind of a neat combo though with the closed kick having like, because mm -hmm. then you get a little more attack from the wood. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm playing. I always around. just use. I I have one of those um, um, low boys, but I just I use it on the electronic drums for some reason, just because it just feels right. But I use the standard DW plastic. I should try the try the plastic. I should try the. Um, low boy on my regular setup um well phil i played two gigs yeah um with the it was uh, not the schmucky metals uh-oh it was the i don't know what the name of this band is i think it's like the sh the schmix <laughs> the schmix <laughs> the schlicks <laughs> the schlicks band okay <laughs> right, i'm trying to like think of what their real name is <laughs> <laughs> and uh dude totally cool different experience i'm really burnt out on the cover band world but um if you got to do it like really really um different experience man the, this this is so much more professional than the schmucky metals no offense whoa nice. i know there's been there's pros and cons to to each like yeah Schmucky metals. I love sending an invoice and just knowing that the money's going to be in my account in two days or so, you know, unless you send it like on Friday, then you have to wait until Tuesday. But, um, that kind of the, the easy, the easiness, um, of schmucky metals is really easy. Like it's really good. That doesn't make any sense. The what's a, what's the word for like the easiness, <laughs> the mm. like, 
simplicity, I guess, of schmucky metals. Like you just get a, you get a, a gig request, you either accept it or decline it. If you accept it, the gig is yours. You automatically upload it to your calendar. It are, it automatically uploads to your calendar. If you just push one button, it's on your calendar. And then the gig comes, you play the gig, you get all the stuff via email, like who's what song lists, what protocol songs, all that stuff. And then you just like play the gig, you know what time to get there. It's all in one place. It's not, it's not an app, but it's kind of like set up like an app on your phone. Yeah. And then everything you need to know, the address, who's on the gig, like what songs you have to play, what time you have to be there, where you have to set up, all of that stuff is right there. And um, that is great about Schmucky Metals. But like the pay is usually lower on Schmucky Metals, um, which compensates for like they like it it makes up for it that you get consistent work, but that's kind of changing for me. So then it's just like, then it's just not exactly worth it if you can get a higher paying gig. Mm. And then, um, yeah. So, and then when you're done with the gig, you know, there's no brain stuff that has to go into it. You just show up, you play, you send your invoice, you leave. And like, there's, it's kind of set up to where there's like not really a boss there, even though there is, mm. They're like the, the, they call them producers. So like the producer is like the, the guy taking the lead on the, on the gig. He's the liaison between you and the client supposedly, but that it doesn't always work like that, but that's what it's supposed to be. Well, the Schlicks band is more like a really professional high end cover band led by like a dude. And it's on this much smaller scale. Like Schmucky Metals is like basically an agency that is all over the world. This is like a band in San Diego, but it's ran by a dude that's been doing this for probably like 40 years or 30 years. So he knows his, he knows his stuff and he's a super pro. Nice. And um, he's super friendly, super nice guy, makes you feel really comfortable, but also will let you know he's the boss you know, and like, but there's a lot more involved. Like you go overtime. I know that like, I'm going to get paid overtime if we go over five minutes in schmucky metals, but this it's like, you may or may not see that money. Uh, yeah. Um, I know I'm going to get a vegetarian meal with the schlicks, but I may or may not get a vegetarian meal with schmucky metals, which is weird. Cause they have like, such an extensive contract and everything. Oh, it could be r way easier. You just have people that just don't care. <laughs> like you just have people that like basically say that they're like looking out for you when they're not. And with the Schlicks band, they are looking out for you. Um, he, he is, uh, he is like, he's played in bands and been a musician for so long and he knows the deal. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. 
We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks, mugs, phone cases, stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. I got to just get into this, okay? Because it's got to (laughs) happen. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Oh, I forgot. There's another thing. The Schlicks band, they provide a sound. They provide sound and a sound man. So everything's mic'd up. No matter what gig you play, everything's mic'd up. And then they, so I can run in-ears if I want. I can run a monitor, but I always have that dialed. And they have good equipment. And it's a dedicated sound man. Nice. And that makes a big difference. A big difference. Because at Smucky Metals, I got to bring mics for myself and hope that the guitar player, whoever is doing the sound, will allow me to plug in a kick mic. And most of the time they're like, I don't have a sub dude. So I don't know why you'd even want to plug it in, but you know, (laughs) okay. I love that. I love that people think that kick drums are only in the sub region. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, you know, I've like played Humphreys outside with no mics on the drums, not on the big stage, no mics (laughs) because of that very reason. Well, I don't have a sub. So like, I don't know why you'd even want to do it. (laughs) What? I'm like, do you see like what the I'm so I'm just playing into the open air with my drums and people are like trying to dance on the dance floor. Oh, that's amazing. And and, <laughs> and I'm sure all the sound from your drums are like arriving out of sync with the PA. Yeah. Dude, you want to know how that feeling is being on the main stage at Humphreys with no mics, no sound, no nothing. That is the most eerie, weird feeling ever. I don't like it. Um that sounds terrible. Anyway, so I played two gigs with the with the Schlicks band. Okay, I first one's in Coronado. Okay, goes great. Everything's great at the hotel. Yeah, Um, but this was like when it was like crazy raining. It stopped raining, but anyways, brought my stuff in, played the gig, was on time. Everything worked out great. I leave for home, and on the Coronado Bridge. My tire blows out. No. On the Coronado Bridge, Phil. On the bridge? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. If you don't know, this, the Coronado Bridge is an interesting bridge, and it's yeah. pretty narrow and tall and swoopy, and it's um, it can be a little it's, chaotic. You, there isn't like a shoulder, right? No. There's like no walkway even. It's just like a straight-up yeah, driving no. bridge. If you, if you break down on that bridge, dude just jump over it because you're you're dead it's the highest bridge in san diego i believe maybe the one in uh no the one on off the 160 or yeah the 163 like the um um balboa park bridge isn't taller than coronado no i don't think so no i mean like big boats go into that bridge yeah so if you look up a skyline of san diego you'll see the coronado bridge I, so it wasn't like explosion though. Thank goodness. It was just like, I hear like going up and I'm like, what the heck is that? And then I'm going down and my, my rear is like kind of a little, like it's a little janky. It's like, 
And I'm like, do I got a flat? I'm like, what's going on? Then you get into like you get off over the bridge and now you're in Barrio Logan, which is like the hood. I'm like, I'm not trying to change a tire in Barrio Logan. So I'm I'm like, I got to try to get a little bit further down the road. So then I get on the 163. I'm like, maybe I can get to like Balboa Park in a parking lot and like try to change my tire. Oh, I got a cat on me. <laughs> um, so. Dude. Through the graces of God, I like <laughs> drove my car like 40 miles an hour, 45 miles an hour, 30 miles an hour before it was like, I cannot, I have to get up. I get on the 163. The first exit is blocked off because of construction. Ugh. At this point, my car is just like, I'm driving on a blown out tire. Like I'm, I'm in danger of ruining my, my rim. And then the second exit is like, I get, I end up in a, in a neighborhood it's pouring down rain. It's freezing. I'm like, I got a gig tomorrow, so I have to fix this. Like I have to figure this out. My drums are in my car. It's raining outside. So I'm like, <clears throat> what do I do? So I'm like, I have AAA. I'll just, uh, maybe I just, I don't know, call them and get a tow back. I'm like, well, let me see if I can fix it. So I take my drums out take the spare tire out spare tires flat. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, crap. So I'm like, well, maybe I could like just drive on the spare tire to a gas station. So I get the wrench thing out tire iron out and start trying to take my tire off. Dude, it is not working. It's like stripping out all the lugs. No. And so I didn't know that like some of my lugs are different sizes because I have aftermarket wheels on. Oh. So I'm like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. It's, it's already like midnight. I'm stuck. And so I, I don't know at this point is like 1130, maybe midnight. So I'm like, okay, triple a, I'm like, there's two options. They can tell me to a mechanic shop or they can tell me home. I don't know how many mile it, miles I have. I thought I had over a hundred. I thought I had a hundred. It turns out I have seven miles, Phil. No, I'm in, I'm in like Hillcrest, which is like 40 miles from my house. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, seven miles. It's pouring now. So I'm like, let me put the drums back in my car. Then I'm like, well, let me try it again. Let me see. Maybe I'm just not using it right. So I unload the drums again try to change change the tire nothing this was after your gig right after the so gig. this is late at night yeah okay and then i'm like i'm just gonna okay so i have the tow truck coming to tow me then i find out i only have seven miles so then i'm just like that's not gonna work so i'm like let's just get a tow let's just get a guy to come out and change the tire he'll have the right tools to do it so i wait two hours for this tow truck guy to come out this bozo doesn't know what he's doing. Oh no. He's like, I first, first thing I ask him, I go, do you have a pump like a air compressor? And he's like, yeah. And so he pumps up my spare tire. Thank goodness. Whew. And then he's like, I, he goes, which tire is it? And I'm like, it's this one. And he's like, so he like gets a, what the heck are you doing? Miko? Jeez. My cat's <laughs> just freaking out over here. <laughs> um, so he, he like gets the 
tire iron thing, like a T thing, mm-hmm. and like starts twisting it, and he's just stripping out all of my lug nuts. Oh. And he's like, this one doesn't fit. He's like, where do you have tools? I'm like, if I had tools, I wouldn't have called you. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> but like, so I'm like, I mean, I have this. And then he starts using my same tools and just stripping it out, dude, just stripping it out. He's like, you don't have the right tools. So what do you want me to do? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I want you to do? What? Was it, was He's this, like, this was a triple A guy? Yes. Some <laughs> stupid tow truck company. He's like, well, what do you want me to do? Well, what, what do you want to do? Like, you don't have the right tools. I'm like, I don't have the right tools. You don't have the right tools. This is why I called you. This is why I pay for AAA. Yeah. And he's just like, he's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's just kind of like, I don't, I don't know. He didn't I have a you, socket I, set. I go, do you have like a socket? Do you have like a, a, a compression drill or something? Like, he's just like, no. He's like, we only carry standard tools. Huh. And he's like, are those aftermarket wheels? And I'm like, yeah. And he's just like, yeah, then we can't do anything because we only carry standard tools. That's ridiculous. I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, how am I supposed to know that? I'm stranded here. He's like, well, I'll just call flatbed and they'll tell you to your house. And so I'm like, okay. I'm like, who's going to pay for that? Because I called you for a service. You can't provide that service. So I'm not going to pay for a tow truck to drive me 40 miles. So now I'm on the phone with AAA. Like, hey. I'm just thinking about this. This guy said he has a flatbed coming to me. I want to know like, what's, how is this going to work out? He's just like, the lady's like, well, the guy didn't fix your tire. And I'm like, no, he just said like he wanted, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's like, what tools do I have? And then he's just like, I can't like, what do you want me to do? And so she's like, that doesn't make sense. She's like, well, at the very least you shouldn't be paying for the tow. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's telling me he's going to tow me to my house. And like, I'm like, but I only have like seven miles for free. So they're like, no, we're going to get on the phone with them. We're going to make them pay for your, your tow. So I'm like, okay, well then that's fine. Dude, at this point it's like two in the morning. So I'm like waiting and waiting. And then I'm waiting on the phone with her and she's like, okay, sir, I'm going to have you call the tow truck company and like work it out with them. But just tell them that AAA says that you guys, that they are not going to provide payment for this and that you guys have to cover it. And so I'm like, I have to call? Like, isn't that your job? So I'm like, fine. So I call the tow truck guy, dude. And this guy is like, he is like Iranian or something. And he's like a total jerk, like from the get go. Oh, yeah, I've been on the phone with, with AAA this whole time. I'm like, well, you have aftermarket wheels. So what do you want us to do? And I'm like, why do you guys keep asking me that? Why do you keep, uh, dude, I'm fully on a soapbox at this point. I'm like, why, why do you keep asking me that? Oh, I said, I want you to cause. change. You forgot the cause in AAA. We'll yeah. help you out unless you have aftermarket wheels. Dude, and like, where does it say that? Where does it say that anywhere on the website? Where does it say that? Like, what shouldn't that be the first question you ask? And then quote, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Well, what do you want us to do? And I said, I want you to fix my tire. Just change the tire. Well, you don't have the right tools. I'm like, what do you mean? I don't have the right tools. You guys are the tow truck service. We only carry standard tools. 
And I'm like, how is that my fault? How is that my fault? I said, I called AAA. You guys won't fix the thing. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, well, fix this. Again. And he's like, okay, well, we're sending a flatbed out to you. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Who's going to pay for that? And he's like, well, I mean, he's like, we will, he's like, well, you have seven miles for free. So we'll cover seven miles. And then outside of that, you'll pay for it. I'm like, no, that's where you got it wrong, dude. Ugh. I'm like, that's where you got it wrong. I said, you guys didn't show up with the proper tools. And now you're going to tow me 40 miles and you're going to, you're going to ask me to pay for it. And I'm like, what is that going to cost me? He's like, you know, it, it's like $10 a mile or something. So he's oh, like, it's no. probably going to be about four or $500. No. <laughs> and I'm like, and you want me to pay for that? I'm like, you're crazy or high. I'm like, <laughs> you guys showed up with the like improper tools and now you want me to pay for a tow. I'm like, you're crazy, dude. I said, you need to get on the phone with AAA and work this out because it's the middle of the night at this point and I'm freaking tired and I'm cold and it's raining and you guys didn't do anything for me. He goes, let me tell you something. Even if you gave me a thousand dollars, I wouldn't tell you a mile at this point. Are you serious? And I go, how is that any different from what you've done so far? I said, you haven't done anything. And I hung up on him. Wow. So now I'm like super stranded, man. And then, then I get on the phone with AAA shaking so mad. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys need to figure this out. I said, I've paid for AAA for six years now. I said, I hardly ever use it. And now here I am when I need you guys, you're telling me that I don't have standard wheels or something. And now you can't help me. And the lady was like, no help. Ugh. She's like, well, yeah, sir, you're going to have to pay for the tow. Like, I don't know why they told you that. Who told you that? And I'm like, one of you, I just got off the phone with you like two seconds ago. She's just, I, I don't know why they would say that. It's going to be about four or $500. So do you want me to still send the tow truck or like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, if I hear that one more time, I'm going to reach through the phone and choke somebody. Dude, three in the morning. What do you want me to do? I'm like, what kind of triple A is this? What do you want me to do? Oh my goodness. Dude. Three in the morning. I call summer, my wife, and she has to get out of bed and drive to Hillcrest and pick me up. Oh, Okay. And so I'm like, dude, it is, I, I got home at five in the morning. Oh. I got to bed at five in the morning for my gig. She picks me up. I leave my car there and, and then I just try to sleep with your drums in it with my drums in it. Oh, yeah. that's scary. I brought some of my drums. Like I brought like my toms, my snare, my Porter and Davies and my cymbals. And then I left my kick drum. Mm. I left my hardware in my car. And, um, it wasn't a bad neighborhood and it wasn't like, I mean, I've left my drums in my car before, but like, yeah, I was definitely worried, but I draw, I brought some of them and then, um, yeah, dude, it's pouring down rain. It's freezing outside car full of drums and, and triple is like, what can I, what, what do you want us to do? <laughs> so then the next day, dude, I have to go back and before my gig, I have to go and fix my tire myself because triple a is complete losers <laughs> so i've been buying some tools and stuff like accumulating tools um just because i've had to do some repairs on my car and repairs around the house and i'm tired of not having that stuff so i had like everything that i need to do it i just had to get the right size um sockets to to take off my tire you know 
So dude, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to get enough rest because I still have to play a gig that night, you know, and I have to fix this whole tire situation before my gig and I cannot drive my car right now. And I don't know if I can fit my drums in my wife's car. And then what is my wife going to do? She has to work too. Yeah. So the next day we drive up to Hillcrest with my tools and I change my tire, put the, 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 um, spare on, go to a bunch of different tire places, find a place that can do it. But then now like the, the, the gig is like looming where I'm like, I'm stressed the entire day, dude, I'm stressed out and I'm sleep deprived. And so I drop my car off, get the tire done. I have to fit all my drums in my wife's car with my wife. My wife has a little tiny civic fit my whole drum set in there. Can't bring my cart and I can't bring my drum, my kick drum case. And so dude, this is so yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm just stressed. Okay. <laughs> it sounds stressful. <laughs> But then I get to my gig. This starts again. I ain't trying to hear that right now. There's a lady there that is like, remember, remember when I was on a soapbox about the city of Oceanside and I was like, there's a lady that just showed up at my, my studio and she was like this crotchety faced woman that... <laughs> She was just ugly inside and out. <laughs> she was just a hideous woman. Okay. <laughs> and like, Wait, and like what, what do you really think about this? Woman? Dude, listen, this lady, I'm telling you, if you saw her, you'd be like, that's just a hideous woman. Inside like, and she's out. Just, yeah. She's just, she's just not pretty inside and out. She's just ugly. <laughs> like, okay there was another woman that was like on the level of this okay at this thing this is a corporate event that we're playing oh. she's like short and old for some reason i feel like she had a new york accent wait where are we at for this one this one is in la jolla at like a really fancy hotel okay la jolla is a, a very wealthy beach town for those yeah. of you that don't know and this is like the Hyatt or something. And it, it's like this company has rented out the whole, the majority of the hotel for their corporate event. All the rooms, like all the banquet rooms and everything are rented out. And the whole thing is decked out for seminars and like th this company's version of Nam show, basically. Nice. So we're playing their award ceremony. <laughs> this stupid lady from like, remember the day that I'm having starting from like last night. Yeah, you got home at so, five in the morning, then had to deal with your tire. <laughs> yes, so I'm in the loading dock, trying to get to where we're playing. That was a whole nother debacle. Like, oh, I think you could just go. I didn't even know that like I could just pull into the parking garage and walk my stuff up the stairs and it's right there. But right now I'm in the loading dock. I'm asking the, the security guard like, hey, I need to get here. I'm walking with a kick drum like I'm in a freaking marching band and he's just like, do you have a cart? And I'm like, no, I couldn't bring it. I'm like, it's a long story, man. I said, I've had car trouble today. He's like, not trying to hear that. So I'm like, I get it. I get it. Like I, I just, I got to bring it. I have to make several trips. You got to find a cart. I'm like, dude, seriously, just let me go. Cause I'm starving. I haven't eaten today. And like, 
I'm, I just need to get the stuff in there. So can you just show me where I'm going? So he's like, fine. I'm walking up with my kick drum to where we're going. And I meet this stupid lady. She's like, oh, you can't go in there. Like to the room that I'm trying to load in and set up. Okay. And I'm like, what do you, what do you like? What do you what, like? Why, why is this happening? You can't, no, you can't go in there. And I'm like, what do you mean? I can't go in there. I'm like, I have to set up. I'm, I'm like, if you like, I had to come here early so I can go back and get my car. We were told that we were supposed to load in now. So I'm here. I just need to load this in. She, I'm holding my bass drum. What are you in the band or something? <laughs> no, I just like carrying bass drums around Dumbo. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like in the band or something. Can't, where, where am I supposed to go? Well, I don't know, but you can't load in here. You can't come in here. No one's allowed in there. Why? <laughs> I don't know. And so I'm like, at this point, I'm like, yo, somebody better get somebody on the phone because I'm about to lose it on this lady. And this isn't like, if it was Schmucky Metals, I would have lost it. Mm -hmm. But this isn't Schmucky Metals. So I'm kind of coming in new and I want to, you know, give the best impression. Dude, so she's like, well, just come with me. So then I walk with my bass drum. I'm like, forget it. I put my bass drum down like in the lobby somewhere. And then I just walk with her. Like I'm in the principal's office. Come with me. Like that's what she says. So I walk <laughs> all the way across the whole place. And then I'm at some desk with three other Karens. And she's just talking to them. Well, yeah, I told Todd that he should go over there. Yeah, but it's looking pretty good. Oh, yeah, I'm like standing there like a little kid waiting to like. And so I'm like. What am I doing here? My my car still my wife's car is still in the loading dock, full of drums. I got a bass drum just hanging out. I'm standing here waiting for this stupid, ugly, dumb lady to tell me what I should do. Well, meanwhile, she's just having a ten minute conversation with some other lady. Ugh. So I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. I'm like, I'm sorry to interrupt, but do you need me for something? I'm like, why did I come all the way over here? <laughs> she's like no i don't need you for anything what and i'm like why am i standing here she's like oh yeah you need you need to know where to go okay she'll tell you where to go and then she just like pawns me off on somebody else whoa so this lady's like who are you what are you and i'm like i'm one of the musicians i just want to load in you know no one can go in there and i'm like dude <laughs> so what am i t <laughs> do you want me to leave my stuff here and she's just <laughs> so she's like oh, okay come with me and then she like brings me to some like like little conference room she's like this is going to be your green room you can just put all your stuff in here i'm like is this where we're playing and she's like no no the room where you're playing you can't go in there right now no one's telling me why huh so thank goodness i'm just like whoa dude like I don't know. And I'm like, get the, the boss, somebody get the boss man on the phone. So I know what I'm doing. Thankfully I see him across the room, just kind of standing there. And so I'm like, Oh, Hey, like, what's up, man. I'm like, Hey, like they're telling me I can't go in there. And he's like, yeah, we were able to bring a few, few things in before they like kind of kicked us out. So I don't know if they're having like a seminar in there or what, but we're just going to load in at four 30. And it's like, it's like, 350 and i still have to like unload my drums and then go get my car so Ugh. if i could load in right now i could i could be on time for sound check but they won't let us load in until after 4 30. huh so i'm like dude 
I, I don't know what to do. I said, you know, I, I told him about my night and he's like, oh my gosh, dude. And I go, I got home at five in the morning. I'm just trying to get this situated so I can get back to my car and you know, it's being fixed right now. So now he's stressing out that I'm going to miss sound check. I'm just like, dude, whatever. So anyways, we put my stuff in his van. It stays in his van. And then I go and get my car and get some food, come back, park, run in to set everything up, dude. I start setting up my drums so we can make sound check at like 515. I'm like 15 minutes late for load in, which is still in the window. So it's all good. So I start setting my stuff up. He's like, Hey, Corey, would you mind moving your stuff back as far as you can go before you like fall, like not back far enough that you fall off the stage, but back. So, because they're having some award ceremony and they're just like tripping out already about the stage and all this stuff. So I'm like, yeah, man, sure. So I move my drums back a little bit, start setting it up in the distance. I see the stinking woman coming up again. Oh yeah. She comes up to the stage and she's like, those can't stay there talking about my drums. (laughs) Those, those can't stay there. Those have to move. We have to move those right now. And I'm dude, I'm like, you know, you're a beautiful bride, that kind of attitude. That was me. I'm just putting stuff, setting stuff up, continuing to set stuff up. And she's like, so yeah, I don't know what you guys got to do, but you got to move those off the stage. They have to come off, off the stage, dude, full drums, mics, Porter and Davies. Everything is there. And she's like inner inner rig. That's like wired. Like everything is, it's a complicated, you know, changeover if we're doing that. Yeah. Well, they can't stay there. They have to stay. They have to move. And she's with a friend that's like equally. Well, can we set them up somewhere else? I mean, can they just be set up off the stage? I mean, they're really like a hindrance. They just, they can't stay there. Like with the face of disgust, like they just cannot believe that there's these disgusting drums (laughs) on their stage. Well, we need room to walk. And he's like the, the boss, this is why I love this, this cause in the schmucky metals, I'd be on my own, but this boss comes up and he's like, hold on. We've discussed all this. I went over all of this. He's like, I actually drove home and got like a facade, like a, basically a shield to cover all this, the whole music instruments, because you guys are making such a big deal out of it. And she's like, well, that's just not going to work. Wow. And he's like, I've left you guys plenty of space where you can have your podium up here and everything. I know, but we can't be seen with the drums behind us like that. They have to move. Can they just be set up somewhere else? Then her friend is, he's going, no, he's like, we can move everything off, but then it's going to be an hour changeover. And all you guys are going to, you know, he's like, listen, we set everything up and then we have sound check and then we leave everything there so that we don't have to do that before we play. And he's like, but if we have to take everything off, then we have to redo that. And all your people are going to go home within that hour. Yeah. Well, then we need to set them up somewhere else. Well, this is the maybe the first time they've done an event. This is my no idea. They're like, well, maybe they should just go off the stage. And he's like, it doesn't really work like that. Then her friend is like, well, maybe like you don't have to use all of them. Maybe you could just get rid of. Can we just use some of the drums? Like maybe some <laughs> of the small ones like How about we just use some of the small drums? She's looking at me telling me this. 
You don't have you to just, use all of them. Could you just play yeah. rack, Tom? Right? Maybe just some of the small ones. We don't need the. Do we need drums? We don't need them. Oh my! I'm looking gosh. at her, just shaking my head, like, nope, nope, that's not going to work. No. And she's like, so you can't just play some of them? I'm like. I'm like, dude, somebody, please, somebody, please. This is like, this is exactly what gets me on a soapbox. Like handle this because I'm about to choke somebody. And like <laughs> the other crotchety face, ugly woman is just like, no, we can't do this. Well, this is, I don't like this. I don't like this. She's like, well, they're blocking the side. They have like this backdrop that is dude. I haven't even put my symbols on and it is not even close to blocking that sign. It's like the sign is like way. It's like a backdrop. Yeah. Well, it can't go. It, first of all, the drums can't be set up in front of that sign. We've spent a lot of money on that back backdrop. I'm like, oh, you didn't spend anything on the band, though. <laughs> so the drums can't be can't be set up in front of that backdrop. No, they have to be set up. Can they be set up behind the stage? Like, I'm like, no. No. And so I'm, I'm starting to be like, I'm trying to be a team player. Like, Hey man, if you need me to move stuff, you just got to let me know. But I'm telling the boss this, he's like, I'll handle it. And I'm like, I'm tr dude, it's taking everything in my, every fiber in my body is like, don't get on a soapbox. Don't get on a soapbox. I'm about to lose it. I'm about to lose it. And so my defense was as they're talking, I'm still setting up, dude, I'm putting symbols on. I'm like, I'm just like plugging stuff in. They're like, it can't stay there. And I'm just plugging stuff in, adjusting my rack, Tom, like, like they're not even talking. Yeah. And so they like, I had to leave my symbols off until after, and then they had to take the overheads down until, until they were ready. And they put up like a, a black shield that blocked like all the music instruments. And they're just like, well, we don't like this. We don't like it. And they just walked away like super crotchety. Oh my gosh. I was so irritated, dude. I'm surprised. man, I'm, I'm amazed that you didn't lose your mind because I mean, dude. especially considering the night you had before. <laughs> and I, I was like saying that, like, do you, like, you guys don't even know. I go, this is just par for the course, man. Like, you know, it, 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 this is how it goes. This is how it goes. This is why there's a soapbox segment on the show because you can't just like have a flat tire, but still make it to the gig. No problem. You can't just like go through the day that you have. And then once you get to the gig, everything goes smooth. No, you have to deal with this stupid, ugly, filthy, dumb lady. <laughs> like those can't stay there. Those like, you don't even know what they're called. You can't go in there. Like the, the tip, like get a job at a DMV lady oh, because man. you're so used to saying what you can't do. You can't do that. You can't do this. You know, but instead of like finding a solution, like, hey, guys, I, you know, I know that this is traditionally where we would set them up, but we're, we're having a problem here. So we've got a separate stage or, you know, anything, nothing. No, it's you can't do that. Well, can you use part of them? Like <laughs> if I asked you to do your job like that, ridiculous. But anyways, the gig went good. And I was really impressed with the way that this dude the boss handles that kind of stuff because like the average musician will be personally offended like me. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm sorry. We talked about this. He's like, 
the key, he told me the key is being super friendly, but super firm. Like he was not budging. And he was like, if you want us to do this, this is what it's, this is what the consequences are. It's going to probably cost you more money and it's going to take way more of your time. It's going to probably ruin your party because everybody's going to go home because the band is setting up and during, so, you know, and, and if we taking. take, yeah. And if we take them off the stage, where are we going to put them? They still have to be off the stage. So now you're going to be like, why is there a pile of musical instruments on the side of the stage? And they're like, well, we have, this is, they kept saying, this is our award ceremony. Like, this is so much more of a big deal than you, you guys, you know, like they didn't say that, but they were like, that's what they were implying. Why yeah, but they, this is, it's so dumb. They should have just had a, sep a separate stage for the band. If it was dude, that big of a deal, it wasn't a big deal at all. If you would have seen the setup, it wasn't a big deal at all. I'm These sure. ladies were just stupid. Yeah. It sounds like it. <sighs> what do you want us to do? trying to hear that right that's now. what we should have said well we only have standard equipment so what yeah. do you want us to do do you have tools no sorry what do you want us to do <laughs> dude and so it. that night i just i was trying to take a nap in my car didn't happen because it was freezing and i just i just yeah did my gig packed up was hoping and praying that I didn't get a flat on the way home and drove all the way home with a fresh new tire on. And that was it. Man, what a weekend. That's rough, dude. My whole, it was, that wasn't even, that was Monday and Tuesday last week. Oh my gosh. That's why I couldn't do the podcast last week though, because I was like, dude, I have two gigs and I just got to work on this tire situation. Monday was Monday was a gig though. So I had to do my lessons earlier. That's why we didn't do it. But yeah. Tuesday was like the debacle. And then, yeah. And then I went to Supercross this weekend and, um, you know how much I love Supercross. I know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So just a short one. <laughs> I didn't even play the full <laughs> intro. The new stadium that replaced, you know, Qualcomm Stadium, like they demolished Qualcomm, Qualcomm, and yeah, now it's, it's like gone. A, a soccer stadium or something. Yeah, so it was there. It's like a little, oh, it's still cool. a stadium. It's but it's like it's a, it's still a stadium, but it's much smaller than than Qualcomm. Yeah. Uh, but it's called Snapdragon Stadium. So Supercross was awesome, super fun. My friend Mike got me like some somehow got me a VIP pass. What? And like, so I got to walk on the track, like after they had practiced and stuff, I got to be on the track and then I got to eat at for free at like one of the truck semis, like, like one of the, yeah, it, it was really a cool experience, but this new stadium, man, like Ticketmaster and all that stuff. First of all, it was twice. I went to the first round two weeks ago in Anaheim. Me and my wife went. It was the same amount for me me to go by myself to the Snapdragon Stadium. Whoa. It was so it was like twice as expensive Whoa. to go. And then I was like, I don't, you know, where do you park around there? There's nowhere to park on the street. Like the only thing you can do is park at like at like a park and ride or something and then take the trolley. They didn't have parking? Just, no, they do. Uh. But I don't want to pay for parking. Oh yeah. And so 
I was like, maybe I can take the trolley, but then that's a whole nother situation after the thing you have, it's just complicated. And then I was like, I can park far away, like in a neighborhood and then Uber in, but then that's probably going to be just as much as, and trying to get an Uber after late at night is also hard. So I'm like, I'm just going to bite the bullet and pay for parking. Dude, it was $35, but then through Ticketmaster, it was $43. That's more than our tickets for the last one in Anaheim. I so they charge you for parking at the stadium? Yes. That's insane. They it's, it's dude, $35 plus fees. So it's $43. I pull in, you're parking on dirt. It's like <laughs> potholes everywhere, dirt. I'm driving my little car that I just had a flat tire on on like this gravel dirt road with potholes everywhere. Uh, I'm like, dude, this is what 45 to $43 gets you. You're parking on dirt. And then you get in the stadium. Then after a certain time, they won't let you go back to your car. So I like, couldn't go back to my car to have like a couple of beers. Like during the day you can, but uh, like at four 30, they're like, no. So you have to like buy all your stuff in there. Wow. Dude, it's like 16 bucks for a beer. Uh, for one, for one. Yeah. Whoa. That is triple what I paid for three of my, all three of my beers that I had in my car. Then getting out, you're sitting in, you're, you're in the parking lot. You might as well just sit in the parking lot because you're not moving for at least an hour. Whoa, dude. I was sitting in my car in the same spot for an hour. Ah, not moving. Just like, I'm like, this is a brand new facility. Why wouldn't you fix that? You tore down an entire stadium and built another one, but you couldn't fix the parking situation. That's mind Jack blowing. Murphy was the same way or like Qualcomm. It was the same way. It was like terrible getting out of there. So bad that no one would park there because it was just like, I'm not going to sit in that for an hour. This was the same way. No rhyme or reason. It's just a dirt parking lot. And it's just everybody trying to squeeze into one space, like to get out. That's crazy. Horrible. Not worth it. Not worth it. So not worth it. Sitting in my car for an hour, not moving with a bunch of like stupid hicks playing country music and like country (laughs) music is fine if that's what you like, but it's annoying, dude. Like these guys in big giant monster trucks, like lifted with blasting blasting the worst country music you can hear (laughs) so over it dude if you're going to snapdragon stadium just i wouldn't get the parking dude i would take the trolley man you're trying to hear that right now and then i was working construction until the wee hours of last night god Corey, dude i'm I'm sorry grinding right now grinding i wish i could give you a hug i know but well i appreciate it I'm a man. I need to work, man. I don't have any gigs on my books and, um, you know, I need, I need some money. I hope, hoping some gigs come through. It's getting a little stressful. Just going to say my calendar's (laughs) a little thin. Yeah. Tis the season, right? Yeah. This is our slow season. So I don't, I don't know, man. Um, I wish I could like build stuff. I I don't want to do construction again, but I want to use the, my tools and like put together things and, hang i i i want to i was thinking about like hanging tvs for um on racks like you can people can pay you to do that i just don't know there's a few things i just don't know 
how to do it. But the, I, I hired a guy to do mine. It was like 150 bucks. Mm. He came in and was in and out in like 20, 30 minutes. And it was just like, he just had the right tools and just like measured a few things, drilled it in there, put the TV on. He's like, all right, man, thanks. Wow. I was just like, dude, maybe I should do that. That sounds fun. Yeah. I want to use my tools. Hanging TVs. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, Funky Phil. So we came and did it. We did. Uh, I, I got on a, a few soapboxes. It's what the people want, Phil, but it's mm. just me living my life. <laughs> what do you want me to do? What, what do you, you want, want us to do? <laughs> what can I do about it? <laughs> what do you, you don't have the right tools. So, like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, just cruise up in your truck at three in the morning, freezing cold in the rain, and be like, well, I don't, I mean, I didn't get a flat. So, what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> an idiot freaking idiot gosh dude um so yeah thank you guys for listening really appreciate it right funky phil yeah um some adjustments happening on drumbrigade.com some adjustments as far as drumbrigade school working on a new membership platform and um much better i think much more interactive with quizzes and stuff so Ooh. Yeah, I think that would be cool, cooler than what we got going on because I've used this one for about two years and it's cool, but it's a little janky and no one uses it because it's a little, it's hard to log in and stuff. Hmm. So, um, yeah, um, working on that. I'm working on that in the next couple, like for the next month and probably by the end of February, I'll have it dialed. Nice. But, um, yeah, so, and then also like I'm taking away, I'm sorry to tell you guys this, but I'm taking away patreon and all the free content on youtube and all of that stuff i know i know but yeah it's dude i feel like me and you are very good teachers and we're good drummers and we do what we do and we should be um there's value to what we bring value to what we do and um if we just give our stuff away for free or for five dollars a month and people aren't taking it then you're not seeing the value in what we do so You snooze, you lose is what I'm saying. You guys had the opportunity to get some lessons for five bucks and that is going away. (laughs) That is going away. So you can get in right now for a month, but that is going away. There is going to be no more $5 lessons. They're all going to be on the drum brigade membership. So you'll be able to buy individual courses that are currently on Patreon. Um, but they ain't going to be five bucks, Phil. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Um, but yeah, and, and it's, uh, I, I just have to take a little bit more of a bold stance, um, with, with drum brigade and our teaching and our lessons and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, there's value in what we bring and, um, yeah, people, I'm not saying that we do it for the money, but we have to do it for the value of what it's worth. So, um, so keep a lookout for that. I'm not saying we're going to gouge everybody price gouge everybody, but you know, yeah. So, um, Anyways, Funky Phil, thank you. Thank you, Corey. And um, yeah, we will see you guys in a few weeks, next week. We don't know. Yeah. Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 138, I think. Is it? 139? Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great week. This whole sucks. What is wrong with you, Zildjian? Thank you.
You might as well, you know, have a ponytail. You're funky, man. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.